Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. His grace is greater than my need. My Lord, if you have your Bibles tonight, would you open them to the Gospel of St. John? We'll get on the devil with a short stick and we'll knock him out. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. The Gospel of St. John, chapter 14. Praise you, Lord. Beginning with the first verse. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. Praise God. This is Jesus talking now. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't hear much of that kind of preaching anymore. But he is coming again. I said he is coming again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And I'd like to preach for a few moments tonight. Let not your heart be troubled. Hallelujah. Let not your heart be troubled. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the spirit of God that we've had in this riot conference. We thank you for the word of God that has been going forth. We thank you for your servants, Pastor Robert and Jessica Kayanja, who have allowed these young people and those watching by television and those that are gathered in this house and all over this nation to hear the word of Almighty God. We pray tonight, Father, that you would anoint us by your precious Holy Spirit, each and every one within the sound of my voice, to hear the word of God. We ask you to lift us between the heavens and the earth, O Father, that we might behold wondrous things out of thy law. And we thank you, Lord, that you are indeed coming again. Satan, I remind you that you are defeated. You have no authority to hinder the word of Almighty God, and you will not steal it, nor can you prevent it from going forth. You are a defeated foe by the blood of Jesus Christ and the resurrected Savior, our Lord and our King. You must bow the knee. And Father, we thank you that your holy angels have gathered all around the nation of Uganda tonight and in this building that we might hear the word of God. And Father, we thank you and will give you the glory for what you are about to do. And by your mercy and grace, we pray unto you in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Bible tells us, as we spoke a little bit about yesterday, that Jesus, the Son of God, who had come to us, 
came to us at the precise moment in human history. He didn't come a day late or a day early. The Bible says he came in the fullness of time. That God sent his son in the fullness of time to redeem us, to save us, and to set us free. No one had ever seen or beheld anyone as beautiful, not outwardly, but beautiful from within as the Lord Jesus Christ. And wherever he went, wherever he spoke, the Bible tells us that the crowds would literally stand arrested by the power of the Holy Spirit. For he did not speak as a normal man. For Jesus is more than just a man. Hello? Jesus is more than just a man. He is God manifested in the flesh. Hallelujah. And it may not be politically correct to say in this climate and day and age of global society. But there are many pretenders to the throne. There are many who claim to be prophets and priests and kings. But I came by to tell you tonight, there is only one Savior, there is only one Lord, there is only one Deliverer, there is only one Healer, there is only one Baptizer in the Holy Spirit. His name is not Buddha, his name is not Muhammad, his name is not Allah, his name is Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. To him be glory, to him be all honor, to him be all praise, hallelujah. He is God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that just hours before he would be crucified. That as he would gather his disciples around him, that they would sit at the table and they would share the Passover meal. Only hours away from suffering a death that no man could have ever suffered, that no one could have ever paid the price but him. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And as they gathered in the upper room, as we have spoken about all week, light and darkness were about to converge. The conflict of all the ages was occurring. Jesus spoke of the prince of this world about to be judged. The air and the atmosphere was filled with a heaviness. The Son of Man was only hours away from being crucified. And as they gathered in the upper room and he began to share his heart with them, it boggles my mind that on the eve, on just moments away from going to the cross, that he would take the time to pour out his soul and to teach those that he loved. Most of us cannot even begin to comprehend the kind of weight, the kind of, of satanic power that was pressing down on him. We cannot understand, truly we cannot understand unless the Spirit of God reveals to us the dark forces that had arrayed around him 
as they saw an opportunity to kill him, to shut his mouth. But the Bible tells us that had the princes of this world known what would happen if they crucified him, they never would have crucified the Lord of glory. Because before he was crucified, there was only one of him. But after he rose from the dead, he sent the Holy Spirit to you and me so that all who would accept him as Lord and Savior would be conformed into the image. And now, not only is there one Jesus, there's a million Jesuses in the hearts and lives of his children all over the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. My Lord. He would tell them, it is better for you that I go away. In John chapter 15, 16, he says, it's better for you that I go away. And the disciples, they, they, they could not understand such a thing. How could it be better for you, if, if, for me, if you go away, Lord? I've left everything to follow you. I've left my wife, I've left my children, I left my business, I've forsaken all to follow you, and now you tell me that you're going away. How could it be better for me if you go away? He says, I tell you the truth, it's better for you if I go away. It boggled their mind. They couldn't understand such a statement. They were looking for a conquering king that would set up a temporary kingdom on this world. What they did not understand, that what he was about to do was far greater than they could ever possibly imagine. That that you and I have entered into here in these last days, is a conflict that has been going out throughout e eternity past up until this hour. A conflict that raged between the forces of darkness and the forces of light. And Jesus stands at the intersection of history as the only one, the Bible tells us, who was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Devils tremble at his name. Sickness and disease has to bow the knee at his name. Blinded eyes must be opened at his name. The dead shall be raised in his name. Marriages are put back together in his name. Deliverance from all sort of bondage can only take place because of his name. Jesus, I'm talking to you about the Lord of glory, the King of kings, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. 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 Go ahead and praise him if you're going to praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I go to prepare a place for you. You don't hear this kind of preaching very much in the church today. I'm trying to be nice tonight, okay? Because we're on TV. <laughs> you know what he didn't say? Is I'm dying on the cross so you can have a Mercedes Benz. Or I'm dying on the cross so I can inflate 
the amount of money that you have in your savings account. You want to know the truth? If you really follow Jesus and you really serve Jesus, you'll have a lot of money one day and you won't have any money the next day because you're giving it all to him. Oh, that went over really good. Amen, Brother Marty. Thank you so much for that. I love you too. Hallelujah. <laughs> my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. He never promised you a mansion in this earth. But he did promise you a mansion where the streets are made of gold, where thieves do not break through and steal, where the, where the blind are, can see, where the lame can walk, and where every tear shall be wiped away. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Set your sight on things above. And not on things below. My Lord. The Bible tells us that as they sat at supper. He began to tell them. That he was going away. Heaviness filled the air. The twelve were gathered there. And one of them would betray him. Hmm? I told you yesterday, and I'll say it nice today. The one who betrayed him was the prosperity preacher. <laughs> you know the one that sells you miracle water? He was at the table. The one that tells you you need a little green prayer cloth so you can have a prosperity blessing? He was at the table. Hmm? His name was Judas. He was the keeper of the bag. Do you know what caused the Lord to be betrayed was the love of money. And if I can, by the Holy Spirit tonight, if I can, if I can by his presence tonight, if he'll allow us to, I want to prophesy to you. The Bible declares that God tells us the end of all things from the beginning. It is a principle in the word of God. When you read the word of God and, and you see a story by the spirit of God, ask him to reveal to you what is he trying to say. Every story in the Bible is a type and a shadow of what would happen in the last days. Jesus came the first time. And in that story, we see a type and a shadow of what was happening now in these last days. If I can prophesy to you tonight, I am telling you, Africa, Uganda, we are entering into perilous times. We are entering into times where the world is moving towards a one-world system, a one-world government, one-world religion, trying to unite the world free from God and free from the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in the darkest hour, we see two types of churches in this Last Supper event that I'm talking to you about. 
We see a church that is devoted to him, and yet we see another church represented by Judas that in the hour of the greatest sacrifice the world was about to see, two types of churches existed. There were those who were devoted to him and were following him, and then those who were using him for financial gain. So is it any wonder that as we, the generation that finds ourselves at the dawning of the seventh millennium, the 21st century, isn't it strange that every time you turn on your television, somebody's begging you for money? Somebody's preaching to you about money. Somebody's talking to you about the things of this world, and they're not pointing you to the things of heaven. Am I the only one who sees these things? Why do you keep telling us about this, Brother Marty? I'll tell you why. We talked about it today on television, Brother Robert and I. And I hope this is going out live. This is the hour of your visitation. Hello. Hello. A thing is about to happen that has never happened before. A revival is coming. And that revival, and I'm prophesying to you right now, because I know that I know that I know, that revival has begun, and it's begun here at Miracle Center Cathedral in Kampala, Uganda. He has chosen you. He has called you. He has equipped you. He has anointed you. And now he's asking you, will you believe my call? Will you recognize the time of your visitation? Will you step up to your hour and declare what thus saith the Lord? Hallelujah. When Jesus began to reveal John 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, you read it later yourself. After John 13, somewhere around the 20th verse, the Bible says that Satan entered into Judas. And that he went out from the supper into the night to seek 30 pieces of silver by which he would betray the Lord with information that he would declare to a religious system that would come and get Jesus and just hours later put him on a tree and hang him and kill him, crucify him. And I submit to you that we are witnessing the same thing happening today. That a message and a gospel which is no gospel is being proclaimed around this world. And it is causing people to fall asleep and to become in love with this world. But honey, this world is not our home. We are just passing through. We are looking for a kingdom that has foundations whose builder and maker is almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Somebody say hallelujah. God is looking for a righteous invasion of truth. 
Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord. Well, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Yes, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Well, one day we're going to wake up and look toward the eastern sky. Oh, yeah. And riding on his horse. I'll hear that final trumpet cry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're making plans for, but I'm making plans to meet my Savior in the air. If I go to prepare a place, I will come back for you that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. My Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's really interesting <laughs> that when he said, I go to prepare a place for you, he was revealing secret information. But, but Judas wasn't there. He had already left and missed the greatest revelation of the Spirit of God that has ever been uttered since the foundation of the world. You read it later. You read 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, because it's a prophecy for today. See, yes, we're going to go through some things. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. But never fear, he said, I've overcome the world. Hallelujah. Hmm? He said, I will not leave you alone. But I will send the Holy Spirit to you. The Spirit of God has come to reveal Jesus to us. And he began to speak all these things at the Last Supper. And Judas wasn't there. Remember, two churches, two types of churches in the last days. Judas will preach a money gospel. And because of his love for things and covetousness, he will not hear the voice of the Savior warning you and warning you and warning me that he's soon to come. Are you awake? I hear the sound. The mighty rushing wind. Oh, and it's closer now than it's ever been. I can almost hear my father as he says, Son, go get your children.
night cry. Hallelujah. We'll be going home. Hallelujah. 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 Don't you know that we're on a journey together, man? Don't you know that the Holy Spirit has assembled us all together for such a time as this? Now's not the time to quit. We're almost there. We're almost there. You haven't heard this in so long. You don't even know what to do with it. What's he talking about? The gospel of Jesus Christ. I go to prepare a place for you. Our father Abraham saw it. Isaac saw it. Jacob saw it. Abel saw it. His blood cries from the ground demanding the return of the king. The Bible tells us that our forefathers that came before us in Hebrews chapter 11, that they caught sight of something that was beyond this world. That, that even though they were dwelling in tents in the promised land, they were, in, they were in a strange country because God had given them a vision of something higher, something permanent, something more beautiful. And they saw the promises of God afar off. And the Bible said that they could never be made perfect until you and me were born because we're part of the family of God. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know what you're making plans for. I don't know if this kind of preaching is foreign to you, but I'm telling you, Jesus is coming back. But before he comes, and it won't be very long now, there is a work for you to do. Now, I'm going to close, but... Let me close with this. Let me tell you what I believe the Lord is saying to this nation. I've had the, the privilege to stand on a platform with Pastor Robert Kayanj. I can honestly tell you, he's one of two of the greatest men of God I have ever known in my life. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Are we on television? For those of you who have lifted the finger and accused this brother of falsehood and treachery, the blood of Jesus is against you and you better be careful what you say about the prophet of God because God will defend his servants. You better repent. You better forsake your evil ways because the Holy Ghost will come after you. You are standing in the way of the time of visitation and God is about to pour out his spirit so you might as well get on board or shut up. Somebody worship God. My God, my God, my God, my God. Let him hear you out there on channel 44. This gospel will be preached in all the world for a witness. 
Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes in the Holy Ghost, and Jesus is coming again. Hallelujah. My Lord. My Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's assembling an army. You know why? Because the Western world has corrupted the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's looking for a people who will take off the shackles of religion, who will break the bonds of tradition, who will put down the false doctrines of prosperity in the here and the now, who will take up the gospel and the mantle of the prophetic, who will stand before a world and proclaim that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord, you ought to shout. Somebody ought to shout in this house. A revival is coming. A revival is coming. A revival is coming. A revival is coming. Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. And it's the, it's a kind of revival that has not been seen since the days of the book of Acts. And God is beginning to clean his house. When Jesus came into Jerusalem, we spoke about it yesterday. What's the first thing he did? He sat down and he observed the scene. And what had happened to his church house? It had become a place of business. They turned the gospel of God into a money-making machine. Hmm? That's what it was like when Jesus first came. It's awful interesting to me that we have big time religion turning the gospel of Jesus Christ into a money making machine again. That's how I know that we're getting close to the coming of the Lord. And what he did the first time was walk into the temple, sit down for a while, look at all the corruption that was around him, and he began to make a whip. And when he was ready, he came into the marketplace of religion and began to drive out the backslidden preachers, began to drive out the backslidden believers, began to clean his house because he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you've turned it into a den of thieves. Enough is enough. A revival is coming. Jesus is cleaning his house that truth, justice, mercy, liberty, and righteousness can be proclaimed throughout the world. And then he shall come. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody praise him. Somebody glorify him. Hallelujah. My Lord. My Lord. Hallelujah. 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 There was so much power in that early church revival that, that when Peter and James walked by, the Bible says the mere shadow healed the sick. That's the kind of revival we're on the edge of right now. The power of God flowing into his church. The power.
power of God being displayed on channel 44 for all the world to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's not a compromised gospel. It's not a backslidden gospel. It's a righteous gospel. It's a Holy Ghost gospel. It's a clean living, fasted life living, prayer life living, Jesus loving, Holy Spirit baptized and filled congregation that will declare the truth of God. Hallelujah. My Lord. Can't you feel that church? Can't you feel that Africa? God is calling you. This is your time. Will you answer his call? Will you answer his call? My Lord. Hallelujah. Why, do you, why are you preaching so hard, Brother Marty? Because God is cleansing his temple. God is cleansing his temple. Why? Because he cannot abide sin. The Holy Spirit of God. The Bible tells us before the throne that the angels cry, Holy, holy, holy. Holy God. A righteous God. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. But who may abide the day of his coming? For he shall sit as a refiner's fire, and he shall purify the sons of Levi, that they may offer unto him an offering in righteousness. The days of fake Christianity are over. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, God is raising up a nation of prophets, hallelujah, hallelujah, who aren't afraid to look compromise in the face, who aren't afraid to preach heaven pure and hell hot, who aren't afraid to look backslidden Christianity in the eye and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, hallelujah, hallelujah, my Lord. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. There was so much power in the early church. Remember that prosperity gospel preaching couple, Ananias and Sapphira? What happened to them? The Holy Ghost knocked them out, man. dare believe do you dare believe that you are the generation hmm? can you climb up that holy ghost rope and look over the wall to the other side and see the glory that's being prepared for you see see he said i go to prepare a place for you he's busy working for you yeah, I'm going to have my mansion one day. Mm. Hallelujah. 
and there ain't no banker that can come and take it away from me hallelujah because the mortgage was bought and paid for 2,000 years ago on a hill called Mount Calvary it was signed it was sealed it was delivered by the blood of Jesus Christ and I will rule and reign with him forever My God. Hallelujah. This is your time, Africa. God is looking for a people. Listen, he's brought you all the tools. Just the other day, he brought, I looked up some figures and stuff, and some of the equipment that we got cost as much as $1.2 million if we were to buy it brand new completely every component brand new but God moved on people's hearts and they lowered the price to about 25% of that cost and then God moved on some other people's hearts to give that money to buy this equipment so that the man of God and the staff of God here and the church of God here could go from, from Cape Town, South Africa, all the way to Sudan, all the way to Cairo, Egypt, all the way down into Nairobi, Kenya, across into Tanzania, up into Burundi, all into Rwanda, and all over Africa, and then the rest of the world saying, Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 oh, glory to God, oh my God, hallelujah. I'm an heir of salvation, and we're purchased of God. We're born of His Spirit, and we're washed in His blood. Perfect submission, all is at rest. You and me and I say, are happy